It is not about the number of plays that I get. So I don't care what my numbers are. I care the impact that it has. I know I give great information and I know I build a really great community, but it's only because I want to have that impact on all of these women. And that is so important to me. Hi, y'all. How you doing? Hi. Morning. I want to thank Jared and Lou so much for having this. I, as you will get to see, have fell in love with podcasting, the art of it, the community of it, the power of it. And because of that, I love this community of podcasters and I love that we get to support one another. So thank you guys so much for having me here. My name is Katie Kremitzos and uh, just a quick little bit of a background for you guys who don't know me. About six years ago, I met this really handsome Greek guy. Uh-huh. And uh, he was the first Greek I'd ever met in my life, by the way. I'm from Arizona. We don't, I didn't know that Greeks existed. So I came out to Florida. I met this Greek guy, and he'd been a very, very long-time entrepreneur. I was a day jobber who had kind of heard about entrepreneurialism and was kind of stepping out into it. But, you know, once I met him, game was over and um, decided to be the helpful girlfriend in the business he had just started and, uh, you know... Slept my way to the top. So, um, <laughs> nothing else needs to be said. <laughs> I think I made him blush. Anyway, <laughs> so we have a six and a half year old company called the Tampa Bay Business Owners. And I almost say that like we have this little kid because that's really what it is. This is our passion, this is what we do. We love it. This is a picture of our organization. We have 330 members. We're based out in Tampa, Florida, although I have to tell you, we have people who come from all over the state who participate in this. And really what we do is we offer a lot of education. We are very education-driven because just like every single one of you here in this room, you get that as an entrepreneur, you're never satisfied. You have to keep on learning. You have to keep on top of your toes in order to make sure that you keep on growing as a business owner. So every one of our members owns their own company. They come to us because they get to access education and they get to be around other cool you know, really awesome, passionate entrepreneurs, which is really fun. We do a lot of events, some as big as a 411 person event that we just did a couple of weeks ago out in Tampa, where we had people who had been on Shark Tank and The Profit come talk about their experience. And it was a lot of fun. We've done masterminds. Um, this is a picture of most of my team that Chris and I manage. And they're amazing people who help us organize and manage this community. And then this is just another a picture of us. I, Bob is in here. We're Scott. Scott's in here too. Those guys are here in the room with me. But this is just to really show you that we really have a family. And so what we do is really just facilitate a lot of opportunities for us to be a family of entrepreneurs, which is a lot of fun. You could tell I really love it. So what happened is, is we do a lot of events. And every year we do a marketing cruise. And we bring in some of the top internet marketers from all over the world we get all of our local folks and we say, let's go on a cruise to Cozumel, have some tequila and learn about all the new stuff going on and see how we can help each other. Well, this is 2013, October 2013, so a little over a year ago. And, you know, Chris and I, even though we're organizers, are always sitting in the back of the room taking notes, taking notes, always like listening to what everyone's saying. So we're sitting in the back of the room. And at that point, a couple months prior, we had really just begun learning about podcasting. I think we had run into Steve and we had said, oh my gosh, this is such a cool concept. And we came across Entrepreneur on Fire, which is who I think everyone comes across when you hear podcasting is this new thing, right? And so we were starting to see the, like, that podcasting could be a business and it could be something. 
So we go on this cruise and, you know, somebody talks about podcasting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then Jenny Larson comes up to speak. Her name now is Jenny Hot. She got married. Jenny Larson is one of the first female, I shouldn't even say female, just the first seven figure bloggers that existed in the world. She got up, no PowerPoint slides whatsoever. Chris and I were sweating because as organizers, I'm like, oh my God, she's not prepared. She sat up there and told the most impactful story, one of the most impactful stories I've ever heard in my life. And she just told this story about how she was miserable in her life, doing her job. And then she went out her own to be an entrepreneur, but she realized that she was a slave to her own clients and she was just miserable. So she had this really powerful moment of, what do I want to build in my life and what do I need to build? Like what business do I need to build in order to have the life I want? And talked about building this really great, heavily automated business that earned her seven figures because she touched millions and millions of people. And at the end of that conversation, you know, we're all taking a break and Chris and I literally kind of like meet up at the back of the room and our eyes are giant. And we're like, we have been thinking so small. Oh my gosh. We were so inspired. So Days, I'm sure, after the cruise was done, we were sitting down brainstorming with our business strategist and we were both like, we want to do a podcast. You know, Chris comes with his idea. I come with my idea. And our business strategist is like, okay, hang on now. You guys have a business currently that, you know, kind of takes up a little bit of your time. Let's talk about the logistics of bringing three, two other new businesses into it, right? So we decided we would start with one and then go from there. So we started with mine because What we were doing, here's the deal. I'm so passionate about entrepreneurialism. I love business. Like I eat, breathe, and sleep business. I love it. And I also happen to be a woman and I also happen to love businesswomen. So I kind of came to the table and said, well, here's this. This would be super cool. I'd love to do interviews with women. And so we started doing some research on what was out there and what was not. And 2013, December of 2013, there was not a lot of interviewing shows about women in business. Business women were out there on shows, but there was no home for them. So I was like, hell, I'm going to be the home. This is great. So back then, Business Superwomen was born because that was my very first name of the show because I thought that was awesome because of, uh, immediately I had this girl in the red cape and the red shoes, which most women notice right away. Yeah. So I knew she was there that I saw that woman. So I called it business superwoman. By the time the show actually launched, I had said, no, it needs to be business women rock. And then a couple months after that show launched, I changed the name to biz women rock for a multitude of reasons, mostly which because it's a heck of a lot easier to say. So biz women rock was born. And on February 10th, 2014, which is about 10 months ago, I launched my first show. So what's happened since then, and just to kind of give you a nice little snapshot of where I am as of midnight last night, I have 84,000, a little over 84,000 downloads, 124 episodes. I have been listened to in 107 countries, and I have about 30,000 women in an online platform in some way, shape, or form. Woohoo! Thank you. Now... You know, as Tom was saying, stats are just numbers until they actually mean something, right? So I'm going to share with you a little bit about what they mean, because those numbers really don't mean anything, like say anything unless they mean something. So here's a a little snapshot of my Facebook page, which now has a little over 22,000 women following it actively. Here is my private Facebook group, two different things that has, if you can kind of see this over here, a little over, we have about 2,200 women in the private Facebook group. And here is what has happened over these past 10 months, which has really blew my mind. I have become known 
as an authority on business. I'm not exactly sure why that's happened, but apparently that's happened. And, you know, the fascinating thing was, is that I was very clear at the start that I was not the person to sit there and just talk solo like that. That's not a very comfortable space for me. So I was like, well, I'm going to do these interviews because I'm a great facilitator. I'm a great like highlighter. Like, let me highlight you. But I realized very, very quickly on within the first week of my show going live, I had a couple people message me through Facebook asking me for business advice. What about this? I'm thinking about doing this. And I'm like, I'm not even talking about business on my show. I'm just highlighting these people. But this happened very, very quickly. I've become a mentor. I don't really call myself a coach or a consultant very deliberately because I think that, you know, that's a very specialized niche. But I am definitely a mentor. I'm another businesswoman who is on this business journey. And there I have mentees who hire me to help them brainstorm out ideas. I'm an author and I'm about to launch my book, How to Launch Your Brand Online. Ah, January 1 is the day for that one. So I'm an author and this will be a whole series of books called The Biz Women's Guide to... I am a speaker and apparently I really love wearing this outfit. It's really just, it's really the boots. I really just look for an excuse to wear these boots. So whatever wardrobe I can have that correlates with that. So, but I have spoken so many times over these past 10 months and it's every single time just been such an honor. I have created products. This was something I did fairly early on. Earlier this summer, I launched a BWR 30 day biz challenge. So one of the things that I was noticing is that My ladies in my group and on my page needed, like, they were, like, all over the place. Okay, how many women can really identify with that? We're, like, multitaskers extraordinaire, which is horrible. And so they needed focus. And so I came up with a 30-day biz challenge. And in my very first pilot program, I had seven women who participated in that. And it was very successful. I have the book series, as I mentioned. I have done webinars. I have sponsors. One of my sponsors is in this room. Where is he? LinkedIn Focus. Thank you. I have products. I'm 2015 is huge product year for me. I'm having retreats. I have merchandise. Can you guys see this? Cause there's light on it. Oh, darn. It lights up. You'll see me when it's, when I'm darker. Um, <laughs> well, what'd I say? Um, <laughs> the number one challenge I have right now is that I cannot keep up with demand. So how many of you beside your podcast work doing something else. Either you have another business or you work another job. Let me see those hands high. Okay. Yeah. So I do that too. So this is not like a little, I'm not a hobbyist. Like this is a business for me. So my biggest challenge is keeping up with all of the demand that the momentum of my podcast has created. So I'm going to give you a couple of examples to show you how different, because I think, you know, when a lot of us come into podcasting, we see only kind of one way that a podcast can exist. You, you know, do an interview show and then you get sponsors and that's how you can actually make money. And then that's the business model. There's so many different types of podcasts and business models that you can use. So with somebody with one of the best logos I've ever seen and Mr. Neil Gellarte, who had the, was amazing in introducing me. So he started his podcast and you got his brief story. These are interviews. These are behind the scenes conversations with people who are specific in that industry, which is amazing because that post-production industry, the people who are actually back there and, and putting on these cameras and creating really great videos and content, those people are never highlighted. So all of a sudden you have a community who's like, oh my gosh, they're talking about this tech stuff that I know. Like I know that language. And that's why it's a very niche market. This is Brian Horn over here and Jack Mize. Great, great guys. They were actually on our cruise last year. And after the cruise last year, they were also inspired to to start a podcast. And they created the Authority Alchemy Show, where they have this dual podcast. And they talk about how to be an authority in your industry. 
and how that can really boost your business. So what's happened is that, you know, they created the podcast, it created this whole community, all these followers, and they have a course for 3000 bucks that they sell, that they do it very successfully to teach people how to be an authority. Brian is also now a regular contributor to Entrepreneur Magazine because he walks the walk and he is an authority. I don't know if any of you guys know this guy. I've heard of him somewhere. But Lou Mangiello, if you guys do not know this story, I'm hoping that he's going to talk about it today. Lou is amazing and has been podcasting. He grew up, he was an attorney. Weren't you an attorney before all this? Weren't you an attorney or in the attorney world? All I know it was absolutely... Sorry. I signed the legal form before I came in here. So, you know, he definitely did something completely not podcasting, loves Disney and decided I'm going to go create a podcast about Disney. I'll let him share all those details with you. This He has Walt Disney World Radio. This is some of the stuff that he's done. He's created a book that's 102 Ways to Save Money at Disney World. And he gets to go on cruises and uh, organize cruises of all these Disney lovers. So he talks to a very niche audience, people who love Disney, who want to learn about Disney. This is Jessica Kupferman. She's up in your lady biz. She has lady business radio. At the time last year that I was researching, she was the only one doing something similar to what I'm doing. And you would think that I would see her as competition, but I don't. We collaborate a lot and that we help each other out, which is so great about this community. There's plenty of business for everyone. So Jessica's amazing. She has a podcast called Lady Business Radio. She interviews women about their business stories. It's totally laid back, totally in her personality. She's cussing up a storm. They're having a good time. She has Lady Business Bomb Squad on Facebook. This is her private Facebook group, a really great forum, a very, very savvy businesswoman. She is seen as an authority. She is a branding expert. She knows marketing. She used to uh, do marketing for, I want to say Audi, I think it was but you know, has been doing marketing and branding on her own for quite some time. She has a huge personality. She just had a baby and she's just like, she's just a very audacious, she's like the Lucille Ball. Like those are her, you know, she's loves all the, the female um, comedians. She has a huge following. People follow her when she talks, people listen and she's creates, she just is a product machine. She keeps on creating products that her people are asking for. Alex Blumberg, does anyone, has everyone, any, any of you ever heard of this podcast? A little raise, raising the hand. If you have not listened to this podcast, I'm going to beg you, please listen to it on your way home today. And the reason is, is because so many of us who came into podcasting, thinking of it and kind of seeing this, you know, entrepreneur on fire model, I didn't know that there was any creativity in podcasting. I didn't understand that there was something it could be other than that. So Alex Blumberg was one of the major directors in This American Life, which is, you know, an amazing, long-standing, playing podcast. He's also been a part of Planet Money. So he started his own podcast. What he wanted to do was start a whole podcast business, basically, creating all these really great podcasts because he loves podcasts. He loves this form of broadcast. And so he created a mini-series called Startup, and it was all these great behind-the-scenes conversations about what his experience was like trying to raise money to start his podcasting company. So this is stuff that, you know, all of us as startup business owners never talk about. It's like the, it's this great like um, scene. He's recorded all these live scenes of him trying to get money and making these pitches and they're horrible and he totally sucks. And so he, but he's sharing all this stuff going, this is what it's really like. And here's what I learned. And here's why I sucked. And and he, you could hear the, you know, this major money guy right now kind of schooling me on how I should be doing it better. <laughs> so just listening to it from a formatting standpoint and the creativity involved, there's beautiful music. It's a series. It's not like every single day podcast for 30 minutes and that's it. It's just a whole different type of a style of a podcast. And what he did is 
so he wanted to start this podcast company. So he created startup to document how he was actually creating the money for that. And it became huge. And he ended up raising $1.5 million to be able to start his podcast company. Very smart. And then you have cereal. Now, I don't want this up here for any other reason because I don't know their business model than I am addicted to this podcast right now. I'm going to give you guys a little secret. I really don't listen to a lot of podcasts. Like I'm not like the podcast listener. I listen to some, but this one I I started listening to yesterday. Just I'm like, I've been hearing about it. And like five hours later, I was like, this is a Chris. Can I, it's one o'clock in the morning. Can I please listen? Are you okay? So it's just an amazing podcast. But the reason I'm putting it up here is again, to just give you another example of a type of podcast and how it's done a little differently. And the great part is, is you could see other podcasters who have been very stringent in like, okay, this is the format I use all the time. Some of these more creative journalistic podcasts are coming out and they're affecting some of the others of us going, oh, I can do a commercial that's a little bit more creative. I can do a little interview that's a little different, right? So anyway, something to think about there. I don't know if you guys have ever heard this guy. Um, So Jared has starved the doubts. And one of the cool things that I have noticed from afar about Jared is that he has these really great interviews. He's talking to these people, really amazing people great conversations. And he was very, very smart to see that there's a need in the community to bring us all together physically, because I don't care how great you are at having an online business. We need to meet in person, which is why all of us are here today. So he saw the need. He created podcast movement. The very first one was this past summer. It was amazing. If you are not going in 2015, you suck. You need to go. You just, there's no reason why you shouldn't go, whether you're like Neil and you kind of think maybe I want to do a podcast, which you definitely are thinking at least if you're in this room, or if you've been doing podcasts for six or seven years already, it doesn't matter. You have to be there. So he saw the need. He fulfilled that need. He did a great job. He's also doing an online event. So when it comes to doing your podcast, you can see all these different ways, all these different ways that it can manifest, right? So there's a four-step formula to be able to podcast. Number one, you got to find a niche in what you love. This is very important because once again, if I don't, I'm going to guess that not many people are really passionate about garden lighting. So, you know, really find what you truly love. I love business. I could talk about business all day long. I could talk to women about business all day long. Create great content. However you end up doing that is fine, but it's got to be amazing. It's got to be really good. It's got to be stuff that people want to consume. Create a community. We're going to go into that a little bit. Create products and services that serve their needs. That's it. That's your four-step process on how to be a successful podcaster. So let's go into some bigger steps. So step one on how to actually do this, you have to create a brand, a logo, and a name. Those are three different things. So please remember that my name at the very beginning was Business Superwoman. And then it was Business... Wait, see, I don't even remember. Business Women Rock. And now my entire all-encompassing name, brand, and logo is Biz Women Rock. I have the great pleasure of having a phenomenal logo guy, a phenomenal design guy. So my recommendation is come up with this idea. The only idea I had in my mind that was solid was that woman in a cape. I was like, I got to have her. I don't know what else. And I have, I'm lucky to say, hey, here's my idea. Go with it. Graphics guy, you're amazing. Let's get it on. And then we went back and forth to be able to come up with this. So if you don't have a graphics guy, you don't know where to go, go to Fiverr. Honestly, this idea started from Fiverr because I asked somebody on Fiverr for five bucks. Hey, can you come up? I knew I had this idea. Can you come up with this for five bucks? I took that idea, then gave it to my very good graphics guy and said, here's basics, go. So go start on Fiverr for five bucks. 
But when you're talking about your brand, your brand is really what you stand for. So Nike has a swoosh, but Nike isn't Nike. Nike stands for athletic. Nike stands for excellence. Nike stands for just do it. So when you're thinking about your brand, your name, your logo, come up with what do you stand for? Like, what are you that people would know no matter how many times you change your name? So those are a couple things you want to think about for step one. Step two, decide on your topic, your angle, and your format. So I am a two-time-a-week show. I go live every Monday and Wednesday. All Things Post goes one time per week or a really unique format, have a mini-series. So, you know, have the whole thing brought out and chop it up into pieces and say, hey, it's 10 shows over 10 weeks. So decide how you want to do that. You always have to have an angle. So for my interviews, I interview really kick-ass businesswomen. So women who just have gone through the gauntlet of business and have a really great story to tell. This is unique because most interview shows are about the expertise. They're about the topic. So I want to learn social media marketing. So I'm going to talk to you. Give me the five steps that everyone needs to know about social media marketing. I don't do that. Expertise ends up coming out. I want the story because the story impacts. The story is what you remember. That story, that feeling of like, dude, what was it like when you had 12 kids running around and you were trying to breastfeed and you had a deadline, you know, your client was yelling at you. Like those are the stories that other women and just people really connect to, right? So that's what I wanted to highlight. And for every story, because you might think, oh yeah, okay, all these women have the same business story. Every story is so different. But it's up to me as the interviewer to find the angle in my research so that I can ask the right questions to bring that story out. That's my responsibility. Okay, step three, record it, make the actual file. You know, Gavin said it easy. Like, just do it. Just do it. Hit the, you know, get the, get the file done and actually just get it done. It does not need to be perfect. I'm going to tell you this. I'm telling this to you so you don't do it. But whether you're, you know, longtime podcaster or whether you are brand new, The very first show I ever did, the very first show was the night before I was going to go live. And I had to go live because I promised that live date. Like, there was no question. So I didn't think it was a big deal. I had the file, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, but I just need to put the little intro on it. That's fine. It took me six hours to, I know, to record a minute and a half intro. Six hours. Because I'm a perfectionist. I'm guilty. And I was, my husband dropped me off at the office. I was like, oh, just go. I'll just record it real quick and put everything together. And I was sitting there and what I would do is I would start and then I would mess up. So I would delete, start over, cut, get to here, mess up, delete, and then start over. So he finally comes in. I'm bawling. I'm crying. I'm literally crying. And he's like, thank God he knows production. And he's like, look, just say this. And he literally line fed me. Hey, this is Katie Kremitzos with Biz Women Rock. Hey, this is Katie from with So if you listen to my episode one, you will hear like that I am crying on my first. <laughs> Just do it. You will get better. <laughs> don't do that. Just don't do that. So um, just create the file. That's the step. Oop. Step four. Please notice we have not gone live with our podcast yet. Step four is start a Facebook page and a group around your brand or topic that will attract those you want to reach. This is a must. Remember that line in there that was like, start a community? You know, Tom said something about making a distinction between like downloads or plays and listeners, right? The people who are actually really listening. I make a distinction between listeners and my community because those are, I don't, I'm not in this game for listeners. I'm in this game for community. There are a lot of people on my Biz Women Rock Facebook pages and my group who don't listen to my podcast. And that is just fine with me. And there are people who are listening to my show who are not up here. I don't care. I'm in this for the marathon. I want the entire community to be impacted by this brand. 
So start your page. What we did is about a month and a half before we actually launched the show, we launched the Facebook page. And it was really just to see, like, is this brand going to resonate with people? So if you have an idea and you kind of want to see if it's even going to work, don't even do a podcast yet. Start a Facebook page and see if you get any feedback from it. So we started the Facebook page and within a week, I believe, this was right over the holidays last year, within about a week, we had like 2,000 likes. We were like, okay, apparently people really like this. This is great. And what we ended up doing was we just, I would post pictures of me, you know, at the mic and like, hey, I'm so excited for the launch date. It's going to be great. I would, you know, post just really great motivational quotes, articles, any sort of really great content that I knew that that niche, that that person, that businesswoman who was working on her business was going to be interested in. So very quickly, you know, people were telling me that they were responding. Then what I ended up doing, and you don't have to do this in this exact succession, maybe you have the group first, but I ended up after, I want to say three months of the podcast, I ended up opening up a private Facebook group. Now the beauty behind the Facebook group, this is how I distinguish it. When you have a Facebook page, it's me, the brand, talking to you, the community, right? And you, the community, talking to me, the brand. So there's great open communication there. You can see engagement there. When you have a group, you're wrapping your arms around all of that and allowing the community to talk to each other. So not only is there this back and forth, but there's this really dynamic conversation that's now allowed to happen on a Facebook group. So it doesn't cost you any money. Start a Facebook group. And start inviting it there. I made it private. I obviously didn't want, sorry guys, but I didn't want men in the group. Um, I am very clear on who my niche target is. I wanted it to be businesswomen who are serious. Unfortunately, I get some spam on there. But, you know, like I have 2,200 women on there who are active and want to be around other women. And this is a really great online collaboration group that's there. So step five. Now, yay, we get to go live with our podcast. So that step goes right out the window. Okay, here we go. So now we're live. Step six is you got to market the hell out of it, okay? And when I say market the hell out of it, this is what you have to do. You have got to think, who do I want to reach? Who wants to listen to this content? And how do I get it to them and be as creative as as possible? I am so lucky to be married, not only to a Greek, but also to be married. My mother-in-law paid me to say that. To be married to somebody who is a marketing genius. Like he just gets marketing. His brain thinks marketing all the time. So One day, he and my social media strategist were kind of brainstorming, and they came to me and they said, hey, Shark Week is coming up next month or in a couple months or what have you. You guys know Shark Week, right? Like on Discovery Discovery Channel, right? Shark Week's coming up. Maybe we could do something creative. Shark Week, Shark Week, you know, Shark Tank. Maybe we could have have some women who have been on Shark Tank on the show. And I was like, okay, cool. So we ended up getting a bunch of Shark Tank women on the show. And by the way, if you're ever worried about getting like big name guests on the show, out of the 50 Shark Tank women that I had asked, I think 30 to 30 to 35 of them said yes. So everyone, this is such a great form of publicity for people. So I had all these great interviews with the Shark Tank ladies asking about the behind the scenes, what happened, what was it like? You know, what was Lori Grenier really like? Was she really this way? Or, you know, what was Mr. Wonderful? Was he really so mean? So you know, these great conversations. And then we have this plan in place. So what we ended up doing... We had an artist, if you guys can see this right here, we had an artist in our community come up with about 10 different beautiful pieces of artwork that were like memed, okay? So they had Biz Women Rock in there, but they were all these little shark sayings. So they lived to tell the tale on Biz Women Rock. I think this one was like the women of Shark Tank on Biz Women Rock during Shark Week, you know, don't get bit, you know, see who survived the Shark Tank. All these beautiful little things. 
I fit, I went out to my group. I said, guys, we're sending out packets. We're doing something really fun for Shark Week. We're sending you a Shark Tank packet. Who wants to be involved? Click here, fill out your address. I'm going to mail you this. We mailed 52 packets all over the world. We sent a couple to South Africa all over the world and said, here are your directions. During this week, you're going to hold this up. You're going to take a shark selfie, which was hash trending hashtag. Thank you. That was me. Shark selfie. You're going to take a picture of this. You're going to put it up on social media, tag this, hashtag this. And that entire week while those shows were playing, and by the way, my show was every, at that time, it was every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. It was, I went Sunday through like the entire week. Every single day I had a show of these women. And so that whole week, there was this mass blow up of women doing shark selfies, sometimes making their own little ones. Hey, I'm listening to Biz Women Rock, the women of Shark Tank, all that stuff. What ended up happening, as you could see, is my, you know, my average number at the time was probably about 300 downloads per day. This was that week, and you could see one of those days was a little over 900. Just from that promotion of people starting to see that hashtag, starting to get see that PR, and going and downloading. So mass spikes. I mean, people definitely were starting to listen. So just little concepts like that, you have to just try and market the hell out of it. And it was really a lot of fun, by the way. A lot of women had some fun. Step seven is build and nurture your community. So this is a post that I had that I put up on my Facebook group. And one thing that I will say is when you have a Facebook group and you have a Facebook page, you have to be there. Like you have to manage it. You have to show up. You have to ask questions. You have to be a part of it. So, you know, just a random question I put, this is the place to connect. What are you experiencing in your business, ladies? What resources do you need? What questions do you want to ask other great business women? Post away. And I had 26 comments of women just, oh, hey, I'm having this challenge. Hey, what, you know, I just celebrated this, whatever. I have a very active community Women who are there to collaborate with each other. We do this every once in a while on Fridays. We'll have Share the Love Fridays. Post your Facebook page so we can like you guys. And a cool little tip, by the way, on Facebook, is if you have people post their Facebook page, it now immediately gives you the option to like their page just right there. You actually don't have to go to their page to click it. So it was awesome. All these women were like, Oh my gosh, that's awesome. All of a sudden they could see what other women in the community were doing and click like and be like, Oh my gosh. And you would see these side conversations starting to happen. So, you know, Jamie, do you ship those chocolates? Those look really good. I'd like to order some for Christmas. And all these conversations would be going on. This is my, what is my episode graphic. And so every time I release an episode, it comes out. I put the, the uh, guest right here. And so I just said, Hey, you know, Calling all speakers and consultants, the fabulous uh, Jolene Moody has amazing takeaways that will profoundly impact your business and must listen. And then, you know, there's a handful of comments here of people going, oh my gosh, she was amazing. Great show. Thank you so much. The other thing we were talking about, somebody mentioned earlier, uh, surveying your community. So this is a really great idea. So we had the Facebook page, okay, called Biz Women Rock. And we wanted to have this private Facebook group. And we said, we were trying to come up with all these names. And then finally, we're like, you know what? Let's ask the community. So we asked the women on the page, guys, we want to come up with a private group. What's a good name? They're the ones who named my private group, the BWR Connect. So on the BWR Connect, I was thinking about starting to do webinars. So I was like, well, hey, ladies, I'm thinking about starting to do some webinars. I think it'd be great to do some online education. Here's some topics I think would be interesting. What do you guys think? And I had 27 people comment giving me their vote. So don't you think I knew right away exactly what webinar I needed to do? And then step number nine, give them what they want and then give them what they need. Make sure that that's a very clear distinction. Give them what they want and then give them what they need. 
So as you can see, Jessica Kupferman, this is a webinar that I did with Jessica because she has a podcasting school for women. So there are definitely women in my community who want to know about more about podcasting. I don't have a podcasting course. That's not my gig. So she had just come out with one. I said, girl, can we partner? I'd love, I will do the marketing. I will bring all the people to you. Will you talk about it? So we did an hour long webinar, full education. So people literally could leave that education and go do their stuff. But she offered her course and we had people purchase the course. So it was a really great win for her. Great win for my community. Great win for me. I mentioned the book already. So this is a funny little story about sourcing and really using your community. So I'd come up with this, with the book. I'm really proud of the book. It's like really awesome. It's a fun book. It's really, really like just tons of really good stuff. But I needed a good tagline. So I was like coming up with crap. Like it just wasn't good. So I put it out on the thing and I said, hey guys, here's the title of my book. Help me come up with a subtitle. And I had like 50 comments and half of them at least were, let me know when this comes out. I need it. I was like, okay, that needs to go live now. So another great way to kind of test your market. As I said, I had the BWR 30 day biz challenge. So products. So all of a sudden I saw what people were asking for. I saw that people were complaining about not being focused. Cause I would ask the questions, what's your biggest challenge today? What are you guys dealing with? And I would hear from these women, God, I just can't stay focused. I'm all over the place. So great. I'm going to put on a 30 day course that's will give you the format to come up with one major goal for the 30 days. I'll help you mile marker it. We'll help support each other. Would you guys be interested? Boom. Yes. So that's how that worked. Now, 2015 is the year of the ladies. I don't know if y'all know that, but I'm just here to tell you. What I have planned, and you're going to hear why, is I have a huge, I shouldn't say huge, I'm sorry. This is intimate. The other one is huge. But it's huge in concept is the BWR retreat. So about, imagine if you will, 20 to 25 women in some exotic location, working on our businesses for, you know, five days and really like, you know, tearing it up. BWR t-shirts and some other fun stuff. That's like in the can, like waiting to, for me to press start and go. So that's a lot of fun. Really cool thing, concept about your brand and your logo, that if you do it right, other people will want your brand and your logo, no matter if they know about your podcast or not. People identify with this Biz Women Rock brand, and if some of them don't have any idea that I have a podcast, but they love this. There are women who may not know who the hell I am, but they will identify with this. So think about that when you're talking about your logo and your brand. BWR conference, that's the big one I'm talking about. So we're talking December 2015, BWR conference, probably here in Florida, bring a lot of other cool businesswomen to the area. I'm very excited about that. And of course, BWR products. So on the docket for 2015, the very first product that will go out will be a more in-depth how to launch your brand online because more and more people are asking me about that information. So that will be a really in-depth product. I'm really excited about that. But one of the biggest things that I want to make sure that you guys take away from this as far as what podcasting can truly do for your business is that podcasting, I think every speaker is going to say this, is so much more than podcasting. And it's so much more than business. This is Marie. Marie is one of my listeners. Okay, so I have Biz Women Rock, and then I have this thing called Tampa Bay Business Owners. And they don't really talk, but they're very complimentary. So I know Biz Women Rock has this global community. I know, you know, Tampa Bay Business Owners is very local. But one day I was like, you know, we're doing this cruise. I'm just going to put it out there to my Biz Women Rock community and say, hey, guys, if you happen to be in Tampa, would love for you to come on this cruise. Just put in this code, you know, whatever, your BWR gal. So about a month before the cruise, I got an email from Marie, who actually like will email me back from my emails often. And she said, Katie, I'm so excited. I'm coming on your cruise. I was like, sweet. That's awesome. I'm so excited. She's like, I'm flying in from Australia. Marie lives in Australia. And she came on the cruise in Tampa, Florida. 
And so when I got to hang out with her all weekend long, I was like, why did you decide to come? And she goes, I just listened to your podcast and I immediately got that you had integrity. I loved who you were in business and I love the way you ran your show and I love the way that you ran this community. She's like, I knew you had integrity and I knew no matter what you did, it would be amazing and I would have to be there. And she was there and she met an entirely other big group of women and we were all there having a great time. Vivica has been a guest on my show. This is Beth Blacker, who literally is my avatar. When they ask you to come up with who your avatar is, it's Beth. That's what it is. And Judy is also a listener of the show. These ladies all met. Marie and Judy know each other. And it was, I get goosebumps now because this is what it's about for me. It is not about the number of plays that I get. So I don't care what my numbers are. I care the impact that it has. I know I give great information and I know I build a really great community, but it's only because I want to have that impact on all of these women. And that is so important to me. And other things come out of it too. So, you know, my husband and I have a little bit of experience running organizations. All of a sudden, we I have this podcast and now we're like in love with podcasts. And we start coming out of the woodwork, all these other people that also want to know about podcasts. And they also have been thinking about doing a podcast. And so we're like, you know, Chris said, all right, let's create an association. Let's get people together. And for the past five months now, five, right? About five months now, we've had Florida Podcasters Association. And every single month, the numbers are getting bigger and bigger of people coming out and saying, I'm doing this too. I want to be around other people who are doing it so I can learn how to do it better and we can all help each other. So that's come out of it. And just super cool people come out of it. Let's be awesome. You know, everyone in this picture is in this room. And I have latched on to this podcasting community because I decided this is cool. I'm going to press play. I'm going to press publish. And I'm just going to create and do it and figure it out along the way because it definitely has not been pretty all along the way. So anyway, that is what podcasting can truly do for your business. My hope is that I've showed you a couple different ways to be able to do it. There's no one perfect way to do it. There are a lot of different examples of how this can be done for you, but the impact in whatever you want it to be can be truly mind-blowing and world-changing. So how do you want your podcast to influence you and your business? Thank you. thinking about your brand, your name, your logo, come up with what do you stand for? Like, what are you that people would know no matter how many times you change your name? 